This podcast is produced by Unedited. So hello dreamers and welcome to the Dreamers Disease podcast with me Alex Manzi and to my latest travel diary and I am currently sat in a freezing cold car in Reykjavik with I've got the gang back together I'm with Adam and Tamir hello guys hello 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 who may be remembered from the Japan travel diaries and we've got a new squad member Anton who you may remember from various episodes hello how's it going all right freezing freezing is very Let's cold get going Let's get best going. to warm up in the <laughs> yeah. car at the minute so we've been sat in the car for 10 minutes with the heating on to keep warm but yeah so essentially we are in Reykjavik because Initially, I wanted to go away for my birthday, a little weekend trip, and I used an app called Lucky Trip to book it, and I shouted, well, to look at various options, so I shouted Adam and Tamir to see if they were up for it, obviously they were, and then I shouted Anton, and it coincidentally turned out to be Anton's birthday, it's actually Anton's today. birthday today. Happy birthday, Happy Anton. Birthday. Happy birthday, mate. Thank you. And so Lucky Trip, basically, use the app, you set your budget, you choose a set of dates, and you hit Lucky, and it basically throws out different options, and we had like, St. Petersburg was an option... What was the other one? There was another one, wasn't there? There was Budapest as well. Budapest and Hamburg. Yeah, some one of the Germany cities that usually pop up. Yeah, there. and uh, Reykjavik. And Reykjavik worked well for all of us and we were all intrigued by it. I think it was a clear winner. It was a clear winner and we basically, it was really simple. You basically book everything through the app. They take care of your flights, they check you in, they book your accommodation. You basically have to do nothing except receive emails and pay for it. So it's pretty, pretty sick. Yeah, it couldn't be more straightforward. <laughs> it really is, yeah. Impressions of Reykjavik when we first got here. What were your initial impressions? Can we do it in one word? Yeah, one word. Go for it. Freezing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was. It's, it's been beautiful. I mean, since since we well, if we go back to when we landed. What was helpful was we we got a car, which is going to be a massive tip from us because we've just been able to kind of do our own thing the, the whole time, get away from the city, and it's just been a delight. Yeah, agreed. I'd say it was quaint and Nordic. Oh, nice, Anton. I'd say it was like. Like being in a, what's it, a snow globe? Snow globe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like living in a snow it's globe, sort of like yeah. right especially now. at this time of year with the Christmas lights and. Yeah. It was just Christmassy, like from the moment we landed. Yeah. Especially today, it's snowing today, and the view that we're looking at right now, we're sat in the car looking at snowy mountains, the ocean, and we do. It really does feel like we're in a snow globe. Yeah, that's that's a really good. It's a, it's a snow globe that's been designed by a hipster. That's what I would say. Snow joke. Snow joke. I just hope no one picks us up and shakes us around. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. It was, it's windy enough, we might actually start rocking about in the car. Um, but yeah, so we kind of, we booked our thing. We did our research, didn't we? we there was like a few things we wanted to do. And basically... We did our research. Yeah, I did the research. I didn't want to big myself <laughs> up too much. But we basically decided to, to hire a car, which I think is going to be tip number one if you come to Reykjavik. Definitely hire a car because you've got more freedom. You can still do the same tours and stuff, but you've just got the freedom to hang about a bit longer. You're not being rushed about by tour guides. And you can you just have a bit more fun, and you've also got the option to go and explore. Like we've driven to the lighthouse just now and stuff. So for anyone who's nervous about driving in Iceland, we we did a bit of research before we came about the state of the roads. If it be snowy, if we needed snow tires, I think if you if you have a four by four, I don't think you need to worry about snow tires particularly. I think if if it's snowing that much, you probably wouldn't be able to drive. Mm. Um, but the roads are great. It couldn't be simpler. We didn't even really need to use our GPS that much. No, we haven't. We've, I mean, we've used it a couple times like, for the longer journeys because of um, 
you know, trying to get around and stuff. But other than that, it's been pretty straightforward, yeah. isn't it? You need to be a little bit careful on the roads, but it's, it's easy. Yeah, and you can walk everywhere in the city as well. So if you, the car's great for getting out and about and going on little adventures, but when you're actually in the city, we haven't used a car once. We've walked everywhere. Yeah, it's a tiny city, isn't it? But I think that w- what was really good was the first day. One of the great things you can do in most cities is you can do a small walking tour. So like we, we signed up, we didn't even sign up. You just turn up basically on the day. And it was like 11 o'clock, meet at the green clock tower. It sounded like a spy movie or something. Meet at the green clock tower at dawn. <laughs> and there was a guy called Arnor, I think I said that right, um, who basically just walked us around like some of the sites around the city. And he just gave a bit of context to like, the city and the history, how small it was. And it, that was super... I actually found that really like really helpful and interesting to kind of feel a bit kind of... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, like I'd found my feet a bit in the city like from day one, which was pretty sick. So I'd definitely recommend that... Like. Just do it, just because it take it took yeah. an hour. It was yeah. no time at all. You can you can tip what you like at the end. We I think we we tipped the equivalent of about twelve pounds each, which we was yeah. very happy with. He was, was very really, happy really cheap. So first night we got here, we obviously we checked in and we were hungry. So we went to try and go to Icelandic street food, which was somewhere we had been recommended, but we ended up at that uh, random pizza place, place next door. Yeah, it was a, a we just dived in there. It was cold. We just wanted to get in somewhere and, to eat. And do you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I was so worried by that point because everyone's like, Iceland's so expensive, like Reykjavik's so expensive. We sat down, looked at the menu and the pizzas were like 25 quid and I was like, oh my God, if this is going to be every meal, like Jesus, it's going to be an expensive trip. Yeah. But that was the only time that I really felt that something was massively overpriced. Yeah. yeah. So the first time we didn't do our research, we were just looking, which went into anywhere. Yeah, which was like, it was cool. It was cool. And then we kind of like, we checked out the strip. Yeah, Reykjavik <laughs> nightlife. The nightlife is actually, it's pretty good. There's one strip of street and you walk up one way, bar hopping, and then you get to the end, there's nothing. And you just turn back and go the other way. Yeah, 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 literally. And it's like, it's super small. But do you know what? It's it's good because it's one strip, but it's also like, I feel like it could be better. What's the first? You know what I mean? F- yeah, yeah. It's kind of like being in a cheesy student town. Yeah. Yeah. The I first mean, club we went into what was... We ended the first first bar we went in in Reykjavik <laughs> was a <Yeah>. Latin bar. <laughs> we ended up dancing salsa in Reykjavik. Yeah, that was unexpected. we could have been anywhere, couldn't we? We could have been anywhere. But one thing I realised actually is that they so everywhere you go, you never have to pay for for entry, and yeah. there's no concept of cloakrooms either. And you can imagine how many layers people have it not have on them. So you literally go in, and there's just jackets everywhere. Just, yeah, Anton, Anton became a cloakroom boy in the first, in that Latin bar yeah. for the for the. Icelandic Mafia. Yeah, apparently I had a run-in with the Icelandic Mafia. It was like, what was that uh, BBC programme you were talking about? Lilyhammer. Lilyhammer. Yes, like Lily everyone's Hammer. seen Lilyhammer. It was a bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but one thing that we all we all noticed pretty quickly is how sound the bouncers are. Yeah. yeah. The, the bouncers are so They're cool. so friendly. Like, how, how many apologised to you, Adam? I've had so many bouncers bump into me. So I'm really sorry. Sorry. And they have a little joke of you on your way in. Even the one, the one place that tried to turn us away for not having shoes on, we just said we're from London. He went, "All right, then you can come in." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was that was like the worst bar. It was like yeah. a really crap American bar. Yeah. But everyone had like shirts and shoes and suits on. It was so weird. It was bit. It was like a, a Weatherspoons crossed with an Oceana. Yeah, yeah. In the city of London, in like the bank area. Um, but yeah, so we checked that out, and then what did we do after that? We kind of went, we went for a stroll to find another bar, didn't we? And Tamir done his normal thing and sort of strolled off, and 
you offended some woman. Offended, offended someone. No, I started chatting to some I random. I didn't offend her. I just questioned her English. That's all. No, no. And where were they from? Where were they <laughs> from again? <laughs> nah, she was fine. Um, one was an Icelandic girl, and the other girl was from Canada. That was right. And yeah, um, yeah and, and, the, then, and the Italian dude. That was and there was them. an Italian dude as well. And then like. Like we always say, if you you know if you ever see people and they look you know just go and speak to them, you never know where it's going to take you. So we ended up spending the rest of the night with them, and they took us to this really cool. It looked like a house. Yeah, and it was a bar. It literally looked like a house with just like a just. It wasn't that full either, so it kind of had that house effect. It had a more. real house party vibe. It was called Curious, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Curious. It was called Curious. Yeah, and then from there, we didn't stay there very long, and then we went up up the road to quite a lively place actually where we spent the rest of our, our evening Kiki's the gay bar yeah that was great it was, good it was, it was and it, that was the place where I realised that literally everyone just runs in and just dumps their jacket wherever there's a spot so we kind of walked in went up the stairs and there was like coats hanging from like the like the pillar in the in the middle of the room like the yeah. window sills are like covered with coats like me and Tamir actually hooked ours up in there we found a little coat hook at the end of the night when we came to leave we found our floors on the floor covered in drinks uh, the one place they had somewhere to put your coat and it didn't work that, that's maybe <laughs> maybe that gives an indication as to yeah. why the hook was free <laughs> yeah just in case that Canadian girl Teresa is listening to this by the way she still hasn't accepted my friend request yeah on, on Instagram yeah. rejection she doesn't know what she's missing out on mate no she hey. doesn't you're right I had a Mac photo <laughs> but then we so then Saturday was when we did the walking tour in the morning we had a little coffee didn't we went for the walking tour and then one of the things that we were kind of told about in Iceland, which is like a bit of a traditional thing, is the, um, what was it? It's fermented shark. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. And then a drink called the Black Death. Yeah. yeah. Or Brenvin. Brenvin. It's like, a, it's like a rite of passage if you come to Iceland. I don't think anyone from Iceland does it. It's no. A, it's, they make tourists do it. Yeah. But it's got a cool story there because the, the story cool. was, he was telling you, wasn't he, Anton? Yeah. So the shark part of the story is that Obviously, Iceland's pretty, pretty remote and isolated, especially, you know, back in the day. And so food could be scarce for periods of the year. And so they were literally limited to, like, fermented shark that they had had jarred up for, like, three months. And that was the only thing, really, they had to eat, yeah. so they were stuck with it. So fermented shark was, like... The only option, yeah, for food, and and the reason they did it is because the shark's poisonous if you eat it. Yeah, if you don't true. ferment it, so you drink the you you, t- you eat the shark, and then because it tastes rank, you wash it down with a uh, basically Icelandic vodka, isn't it? Which is even more rank. Yeah, <laughs> but apparently, like because the, they both taste so bad, the taste cancels each other out. Which yeah. which I found is the case. Yeah, I did yeah. as well. I, I wouldn't have liked to have done one without the other. No. Yeah, no, definitely not. Top tip from me: Don't chew the shark more than you have to, because yeah. <laughs> it just the taste gets stronger and yeah. stronger. Well, Swallow it as I soon as you can. I don't know whether the guy was winding us up, but he was like, "You need to chew the shark ten times before you you have the shark." Yeah, do you know why? Because some people probably just chew it once and swallow it. Yeah, and be like, oh, "It wasn't that bad." But yeah, 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 you yeah. have to release the flavour to understand. How would what do you how do you describe the taste of that shark? Oh, um, it was quite like. It was really just pungent it was, fish. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. It was raw. Yeah, it, it was like really, like it was like a, fish. do you know, it, it, was, it had a similar texture to like, um, it's like sea bass that's the really chewy fish. Oh, no, I love sea bass. Don't say that. That's what it, but it was. Don't ruin it for me. It was like a chewy <laughs> fish, wasn't it? For me, it's like I had a bit of blubber on there as well. So I was <laughs> chewing it and chewing it and it just, it wasn't getting any easier. Yeah. So, was it? 
No, it definitely wasn't, no. But anyway, you've got to do it. You've got yeah. to do it for the experience. Yeah, you have to. And, then, and yeah, we did it. And then we ended up sort of hanging about in there for a couple of hours, sort yeah. of figuring out what the rest of our day was going to look like. So we actually had no plans for that day. We kind of just went with the flow, didn't we? We ended up... Um, where did we end up after that? I actually can't remember. If we, if we roll back... Yeah, we had the suit. But if we roll back a little bit, so the walking tour was brilliant as well so it was this guy and he was really really he had a really good sense of humour and the yeah. whole time he had us in stitches we were like this guy could be a comedian yeah and he's like he's that funny but he wasn't even trying oh yeah and then at the end of the tour when he was t- kind of taking questions and so on he pointed at this bar he was like okay well if you have to go anywhere you have to go to this bar it's my mate's bar this is how small Iceland is as well he said next door is the best food place it's so what it is it's all you can eat soup isn't it so yeah. you literally you can pick Just pick something people that idea, man. okay I'll keep that one quiet Adam's got <laughs> a little idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he was like look go here get soup and it's bottomless and you can even take it across to the bar next door which is also my mate's place so we thought yeah. oh is he just doing loads of advertisement here but yeah. when we went there later on it was actually probably the best spot in town wasn't it yeah and what was underneath the bar the secret cellar which was <laughs> which was a comedy club which he was performing at nine o'clock <laughs> later on that evening I feel like we got we salty hard yeah. we basically <laughs> fell for it all but it was great and we spent the entire day yeah. in that one building yeah pretty much <laughs> I, but do you know what though I would I would definitely say tip number two would be to if you're in Reykjavik and you've got an evening go to the comedy club because yeah, that definitely. was like a massive highlight for me I've been to comedy shows in New York Boston London and that's probably the best one I've been to I think genuinely so good not, not even exaggerating yeah it was like a little like what there was six comedians six comedians in English in English yeah, yeah. yeah but there was like there was one guy was Canadian one guy was Dominican Dominican there was an Icelandic there was a London girl uh there's someone else. Three, there's three guys from Iceland. Three guys from Iceland. But what was North. interesting, even the the foreign guys, so the guy from Dominican Republic, he had migrated there as well. So yeah. he he'd got married, and so so he had really good perspective on Icelandic life as well. Yeah. So it didn't feel like they they were just shipping people in. Like they all had a good, yeah. unique view on Iceland. Yeah, and and prior to that, um, what made it so good is that even though we'd only been in in Reykjavik for like a day and a half. A lot of the jokes were like very observational. observational about Reykjavik, and we'd already picked up on a few things, hadn't we? So, like in, earlier in the day, we'd we'd been recommended by the lovely girl who worked at our guest house, which is called the Thor Guest House, to go to the swimming like hot pool swimming pool. So basically, Reykjavik sits on like geothermal like Water. waters, and these swimming pools are, are, are heated naturally, and it's outdoors. And it was called Sundholin. I hope I said that right. So we went there and we kind of checked it out and we kind of, you know, you go in and you kind of, it's very, very obvious. And Adam, you, you spoke to the girl at the counter. There was something very yeah. obvious that you had to do before you went in. Yeah, which the was one, one clear instruction was to us tourists was you have to shower naked before you get in. Yeah. So you can't shower in your, in your shorts or your swimsuit. You have to sh- wash properly. They're very, very clear about that. Yeah, very clear. I think we all would have showered in our... Yeah, because I, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure I read on the sign and I could have just completely misunderstood it. It was like, wear your shorts when you wash. So I yeah. was in my head, like, oh, okay, you have to wear your shorts. Yeah. But then she was like, no, you have to do it naked. But anyway, that that worked in our favour because 
one of the jokes that was told later in the night was about being naked in the showers and probably kind of the like, best joke of the night yeah kind well. of like the politics of it and yeah. like it was just really fun i'm not going to ruin it for you but cause it was a bit naughty as well but it was funny <laughs> <laughs> um but that's that'd be another tip i suppose is like definitely go to the pools yeah and me and anton braved our lives oh my god and we got into the ice pool that was there wasn't it yeah how many times did we go in there twice, twice. yeah what did you make of it it was we were saying weren't we like i was i was just trying to train my brain into into kidding myself that it felt really good i was just like this feels so good this feels so good this feels so good yeah um and i think we lasted like a minute at a time yeah which i think is pretty good having spoken to like the girl in the, the guest house this morning she's like oh it's pr- a minute's pretty yeah. good you're only supposed to stay I think you can only stay in for like three minutes yeah like it's, it's so cold the whole thing's outdoor yeah we should add yeah yeah it's a little bit similar we were saying to the onsen experience in Japan in Japan yeah and you get out of the cold water and you're in more cold air yeah <laughs> you just want to get straight into like the steam room There's something or the, about it that's just so relaxing yeah it's really refreshing the contrast of the cold air and the hot hot water yeah for sure question is though did you feel as onsen fresh I did not know no no because I was wearing shorts, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> onsens is, uh, I mean, if you want to go listen back to the Japan travel diaries, you go in the onsens naked, basically. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of like, we did that. And then what else did we do? We kind of, we went to the comedy night. What did we do after that? We just, I guess we just went to a couple bars. We tried to go yeah, to a couple went to bars. Yeah, a few more bars. Had a few drinks because we had a big, we had actually quite an early night, didn't we, in the end? Because we had quite a big day Sunday. Yeah. Which is kind of like our big... I don't know, like, the the reason we got the car, basically, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But that was a sense for how, how small it was, because we went out, and I think we saw quite a few people we saw the night before. Yeah. We and they were local as well, and it's not tourists. Yeah. Yeah. And not one, one last thing on the nightlife, by the way, is that people tend to go out here late. Really late, like yeah. midnight, 1 a.m., the places get, get busy, and then they close at 5 a.m. So it's kind of similar to sort of Spain or somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, it was like literally we noticed, didn't we? On the foot, even the two nights we went out, if you go out at like eleven or twelve, like there wasn't really many. Down. Then all of a sudden, at like half twelve, one o'clock, half one, it just gets really busy. I did. I read before we came here that that's because the locals stay at home and they get drunk at home because it's so expensive. Probably the drinks. They, they drink as much as they can at home before they go out. Makes sense. Student vibes. Yeah, yeah. student vibes. It's <laughs> quite studenty. Yeah, and then the Sunday. We had you were the you were the driver. You yeah, so we did the the golden circles. So they, the, one of the jokes in the stand-up was Golden Circle is one of the things tourists do because it's one of the only things that we can pronounce, which yeah. is probably true, but it is very worth doing. Is that there's a loop road just outside of Reykjavik that you can do, which has a bunch of different like spots that you can see on the way. There's waterfalls and national park, yeah, geysers, yeah. Um, and they're they're the three main things. They're the three that we we squeezed in. Um, Yes, we, what did we do first? We went to the, the National Park. First stop was the National Park. Which How did you say it? Oh, Thingvillier. 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 Which is Something actually like spelt with a P, isn't it? Yeah, it's spelt with a P, but the, pronounced The Icelandic T-H. P, yeah, yeah. pronounced T-H. And um, that was beautiful. Like, honestly, was. that was just like stunning. It was like covered in snow. Like The drive there is literally just like barren roads yeah. of just like, I don't know, it's like, dri- like, it's like driving through the moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and then that another top tip about having a car, and we did this a lot, is you could just stop anywhere, and it's so photogenic. Yeah, the whole of Iceland, and like just seeing there's you, you just see a random house. It's all very uh, Instagrammable. It is indeed. Yeah, that's probably why it's such a popular destination. Yeah, <laughs> it's one hundred percent. Probably why it took us a little bit longer to get to our destinations as well. Cause yeah, you literally you're just looking around, Bro. stopping off. 
it is it's it's jaw jaw dropping. Especially of Adam's new purchase. Oh my little drone. Help yeah, it's save a bit of time if you remember to take all of the cables with you and go on a hike <laughs> yeah. and you don't have to run back and get your cables. <laughs> but yeah, we spent quite a lot of time in a national park. Was, that was actually like just it was really peaceful. I thought it was gonna be I know it's a national park and it's obviously quite vast, but I just imagine there'd be a lot of tourists. And there yeah. there was, but there was just so much space, even yeah. though from what I could tell and from what I understand, because it's the winter months, a lot of the parks shut off to yeah. the public and you can only follow certain trails. It still didn't feel like it was overcrowded no. or... No, even like you said, even though there was a lot of people there, there was enough enough room for everyone. Yeah. And the trail itself was perfect. So it was like an hour and a half walk and it similar to the Golden Circle. It was kind of like a loop. Yeah. And you never really go back on, go back on yourself at all. Yeah. And each spot is stunning. So... The main part, though, is the waterfall that we went to, yeah. which is where we we tried out the little drone. Yeah. Well, oh. a- actually, I would argue that the main part, because this is what a lot of people tell you when they speak about the park, is the tectonic plates. Yeah. So the park is situated on two to- tectonic plates, which which split northern Northern America and Europe. Europe is yeah. it? Must be yeah. And it's there's this bit where it's like a gorge, which is widening every year by one centimeter. So that's kind of like. A lot of people would say like it's filled with water in the middle yeah. as well, so you can actually snorkel in between the two techno- tectonic plates. Yeah. And the I think the visibility, what did it say, sixty meters? You can see yeah. in front of you. That's but crazy. That's really really clear. But tip number three would be don't do that in the winter because that water <laughs> will be cold. Yes. Yeah. Definitely do that in the summer. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was like that was beautiful. Um, and then after that, we kind of jumped back in the car, and we, d- we decided to go to the the other the main water first even though you drive past the geezers yes because you only have four hours of proper daylight here in the winter so we decided go to the the, the waterfall see that in the better light and then you can do the geezers afterwards because it don't really it doesn't have to be that bright to see them yeah what did you make of the waterfalls you know well i've seen niagara falls i've seen a few others as well i, I would i would actually put it right up there it was vast and the the speed at which the water goes what was it? Did it? Go, I think within a minute it would. What would it? Or was it ten seconds? I can't remember. It would fill six whole one containers. Second. One was second. It one, one second. second. It fill. It would fill sixty water containers. I don't know how big those water containers are. Yeah. But like trucks, I think. Yeah. It was. That was like. It's just. You could see the force of it. Like it was quite. It was quite vast as well. And it was just like the water. But what was I was fascinated about? I was like, where's the water coming from? Like I know obviously there's a source which starts in the mountain, but. <laughs> Surely the mountain was freezing because it was yeah. about minus four anyway. <laughs> so the mountain would have been even higher. <laughs> I'm not a scientist. I'm not even going to try and explain. <laughs> <I was> <laughs> do, you, do you know what was actually really beautiful as well? And it's something that we kept noticing is that because of the daylight, like the limited hours, the sun, it sets, but it sets really slow. Like sunset lasts for like an hour, doesn't it? Yeah. At it's really like slow rate. Makes everything go pink. Yeah, but it makes like, so you'll have the sunset on like the, which side does the sunset on? West. Or east, west. I've got a clue. Whoever <laughs> the sun sets on the on the west. Yeah, so sunsets in the west. But then if you look to the east, so you basically turn around, like everything behind you is like got this pink glow. So like because we were in the national park, it was obviously like mountains and just white land, and it was just like this really soft pink glow over everything, which was just amazing. Like at one point, I just stopped and I was like, boys. This is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it all looks. It does. It's, it looks surreal. It looks like a painting. Yeah, like everything looks like a painting. That's a thing with Iceland. That it's like we we were saying when we had them. Like we kept we kept coming back to like imagine being someone from like a thousand years ago, 
and there's you know just experiencing what we're experiencing now but having no clue how any of it's happening yeah just seeing it all for the first time we were saying, it like, would seem magical wouldn't it yeah we've, and like, we've seen it all in pictures before yeah imagine being like the first people to lay eyes on it yeah. but even like the cold like talk, we were talking about the cold water before it feels like Iceland's like there's just random freezing water then randomly they'll be roasting hot water like it's mad it is actual magic isn't it yeah, yeah. Like it's such a it's such a magical place. But yeah, do you know what was really interesting was on the walking tour actually. Arnor said that the first man that got to Iceland, he he arrived in the summer, and he thought he'd found paradise, and he basically settled and he grew all these plants and crops. But then when the winter came, obviously it, it killed everything because it's like minus whatever, and that's why Iceland's called Iceland because he's like used it as like a damn you Iceland, you killed my paradise. Yeah. Which is, I thought it was quite interesting. And the, what was the 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 name behind Reykjavik? You told us that as well. What was Sm- the Smoky Bay? Smoky Bay, that was it. Yeah, because of the smoke, the steam. He thought the steam from the the hot water was smoke. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And then, so the falls we did, which was beautiful. Then we went back on ourselves to the geysers. Yeah, and we were really we got really lucky there as well, didn't we? Yeah, that was it was. It, there's one there that erupts every what five to ten minutes. Yeah, we sort of saw it just as we got there. We saw it erupt. Yeah, and then we had to, we only had to wait another five minutes yeah. with our phones out trying to be ready to capture it in the freezing cold. In the freezing cold. Oh my god, my hands were frozen. But that's what makes all this doable in one day. Like everything was kind of it was like express. Mm. Like even the waterfall, we park and you just walk five ten minutes and you've just got this yeah. this wonder in front of you. Similar with the geysers, like we just parked up walked up within five ten minutes saw it saw a few people slip over which is quite funny yeah but um walked past little geezer as well yeah the little geezer <laughs> yeah that was funny then we ate dinner left it i mean it was i mean for for a day being able to see that much within what four or five hours it was pretty yeah. incredible and i can imagine as well like in the summer if anyone does come in the summer you can kind of spend a lot longer yeah doing things there's other stops along the way but we did the, the three main ones but there's loads of other stops along the way you can do so you can you can like elongate all of that as well, yeah. which is again the reason why we took the car because we wanted to kind of go at our own pace, didn't we? Um, and then who who wants to Anton? It's your birthday. Probably the best way to to call in your your birthday was last night. What did we get up to? Nice, nice bit of sound effect from the rain. There. Yeah, I think it's snow. Or was it hail? I think it's hail. Yeah, it's it's something <laughs> live and direct in the snow in our car. But yeah, do you want to? So last night we. We we went to the pizza place. Yes, that was recommended to us. Second pizza of, in 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 like two days. What was the pizza place called? Olverk. Olverk and like which is on like on the golden circle as you come back around the circle. It was on the way back, wasn't it? I feel like it was very Icelandic, Nordic, inside the, the interiors. We, we tried the typical Icelandic pizza topping. <laughs> banana on pizzas here that is bizarre no comment we thought it was going to be disgusting so we tried it on one of my slices and it wasn't as bad as we thought it would be but I wouldn't order a whole pizza yeah but moving swiftly on from second pizza of the holiday because we're sounding very uncultured right now <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went to see the Northern Lights yeah and we will say that we did book a tour for this one yeah because I'd recommend that obviously yeah. you need a tour guide to know where to take you yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. for a start but I would definitely recommend getting the tour guide. But yeah, go on. So we did the Northern Lights, and um, it was it was it was sort of worrying, wasn't it? Because we got we got out at the spot. This is like 
late, this is like at 10 o'clock at night, they like drove us through the mountains, an hour drive through the mountains, pitch black, you're like, where are we going? They pulled up, got us out, freezing cold, and they're like, look guys, it's the Northern Lights. And we're looking at the sky and it's like, it's not really anything there. <laughs> and we're like, you don't know, it, it, that's the Northern Lights, like it's there, you can see it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of started kidding ourselves, didn't we? Like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, oh, my, I can see it. It's that sort of green. <laughs> and, like, we're all looking at each other like, yeah, 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 we can see it. But we waited in the freezing cold, which was tough in itself. And slowly it, it revealed itself, didn't it? Yeah, and I mean, I mean <laughs> uh, yeah. Not, not in a rude way. This <laughs> <laughs> makes me think of Louis C.K. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of the things that like the, the, the tour guide was saying on the bus is like the science behind it is it's like the movement of photons in the northern atmosphere, blah, blah, blah. But what you don't know is you, you actually, like you can't see the greens and the hues yeah. of the colour with the naked eye. So it's actually... At first, this is why at first we're like, oh yeah, I can kind of see it. There's like a bit of a really gr light grey cloud. Looks like a cloud, yeah. But then when it like fully <laughs> revealed itself, as you said, it was like a silver moving like free shape like cloud thing, wasn't it? Yeah, that was one thing. Like, I think don't be disappointed if you get there and you see it and it's not green. Uh, you you can't really see the green with your own eyes. It's yeah. only in photos you can see that. Yeah, yeah. We, none of us knew that. No, I did because I'd read before. Oh. Cause Thanks, I, cause I, no, because no, I was reading about how to take photos, and, and that's the reason why when you take photos, you're supposed to do a, a slow exposure because yeah. it allows time for the colours to come through, which yeah. your naked eye can't pick up on that. Yeah. But um, What was the app, Alex? That oh, you got? yeah, good shout. So one, uh, an app I downloaded, so basically on your phone, you can download an app called Northern Lights Taker, and you, you hold it up, and it, there's different settings like medium, weak, and strong. And if the lights are really soft, you put it on weak, which is what we had. And um, you can you can see the northern lights and the colours through your phone because it adjusts the settings. But then when you take the photo, it obviously takes like a really slow photo. And you're supposed to hold it steady, and ours aren't really that steady. But we were, we were a bit cold to be holding yeah, camera steady. Freezing, and you get <laughs> you get the colours come through. So I definitely recommend downloading the app because even if you can't see it with your naked eye, if you, you like, by holding up the camera, you could actually see where the lights were, so yeah. you could take the picture, yeah, which was really yeah, that was super helpful. And then um, we you copied the settings, didn't you, Adam? To, yeah, took yeah, the right pictures. Sort of, I did, did a little bit of a Google as well. So yeah, we we can put the settings somewhere. I'm sure. And when when man's yeah. busy. Yeah, and there's also another app up. which we were told about called Aurora, which is basically a Northern Lights tracker. So we were throughout the day looking at this app to see what the chances were going to be of the Northern Lights coming out. Because we and should add that we were supposed to do that on a Saturday night and it got cancelled. It got cancelled because it was bad, like cloud cover. So we rebooked it for the Sunday. And according to this, you can see on this app where the Northern Lights currently are, the best locations. And there's all these different measurements that you can see. And it was looking increasingly better. You were giving us updates throughout the day, weren't you? I was like, boys, <laughs> boys, it's 18% chance it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. There's 18% chance. So we were like uh, sort of keeping an eye on that. But that was a really good app because I think about five different people mentioned that app to us. It's obviously like something they use here in Reykjavik as well for themselves. So considering we, we saw it, what... Like say an hour before we saw it, or when you know before we left, what was the percentage chance on the app? Just so to was, give people an idea. So of it was it was creeping up towards twenty five percent. So twenty five percent. we saw it. There's that 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 percentage chance is made up of free readings. So obviously cloud cover. So it was not percent cloud cover. Then there's a thing called KP, which I'm not really sure what it is, but that goes up to eight. 
and the girl in the lady in the hostel said that in in Iceland the highest they get is six, and this was coming in at three, which so it's like she said that's, I think that's pretty good. That one's the activity of the lights. Maybe it's, yeah. yeah. And it was only it was only at three between nine and eleven o'clock last yeah. night. Every other time it was two or one, um, and I can't remember the third I one. Darkness. Darkness, yeah, because obviously sometimes the loon, the moon illuminates yeah. really brightly. We had quite a bright moon yeah. last night. Yeah, so could, imagine if the moon was like yeah, it wasn't. It was it like basically a full moon. Imagine yeah. if it was like yeah. a quarter moon or like a. Wow, that'd have been incredible. Yeah. Half moon. Well, that's another Half thing. Half moon. <laughs> Total eclipse. <laughs> that was another bonus of like, being on the proper tour because they were saying things like, "Look, while we're on the way, don't." be like sitting on your phone because you're affecting your night vision yeah that's true yeah that's another thing is if you are going to do a tour don't sit on the bus on your phone what you should do is have a sleep like adam did yeah yeah <laughs> i could sit in green <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah so like for me that was like bucket list moment yeah that was like I, I honestly didn't think we would see the northern lights as we did like no. i thought we'd go we'd get a nice picture and whatever but we like like I can see dancing say, in the sky. We saw the Northern Lights dance in the sky in its silver form to the naked eye. On Anton's birthday. On Anton's birthday. The best like I said, <laughs> how many times can you say you've seen the Northern Lights on your birthday in Reykjavik? Yeah, exactly. I, I was saying last night, I've seen the Blackpool lights a few times. <laughs> <laughs> bit different yeah, now. Bit different, yeah. <laughs> but it was the shapes, wasn't it? It went from a straight line to kind of broken up line, then we had kind of a cloudy kind yeah. of view. Yeah. It was it was quite it comes and goes mm. really quickly yeah. yeah as well Get make sure your camera's ready yeah I mean that, that <laughs> what we saw was like what a five max ten minute window yeah but it was like it, you could sense the excitement as it was like brighten up in the sky everyone was like oh oh and the tour guide what was his name Jack Jack Jack. the, the, the driver was like or taking Roberto, photos if you want to give him a bad review yeah <laughs> the, the, fo- the photos that he was taking with everyone all of a sudden he was like okay guys photo go next go next go next go so I was like oh this must be pretty serious because he was like rattling out the photos like it was a, like it was like yeah. a military operation it, really yeah. was. it was crazy that's when I was like okay this might be a pretty good sighting yeah <laughs> um but yeah, and then, yeah, as I said, today now we're kind of sat at this wicked little lighthouse called Grotta. Unfortunately, it's snowy and, and yeah. cold, so we haven't really done much exploring, but you can actually go over to the island if you get there early in the morning before the tide <laughs> comes yeah. back in and you get stuck. Yeah, so it's a known thing for um, for people visiting to get stuck out. Yeah. Stuck out at the lighthouse, so do be careful. Check on the high and low tide is, basically. And talking of getting stuck, boys, we better wrap this up, otherwise yeah. we're going to miss our flight. That's yeah. very true. Yeah, we're cutting time very thin. So, all right, big question then. What would be your highlight? We're going to have to name different highlights because we're all probably going to say the same thing. Right. Everyone's highlight, the Northern Lights. Okay, most other likely. than the Northern Lights. <laughs> Anton, we'll give you Northern Lights because it was your birthday. Yeah, okay. you can have that. Tamir, what was your highlight? And, and a highlight and a top tip for Reykjavik. God, got put on a the spot there. I'd yeah. have to say, ooh, I'd have to say probably that the walk. You know, I think the walk was really interesting because he kind of gave us In the national park, the walk and tour. The, no, no, oh, the, the walk and tour. talk because something we didn't say as well is that they touch on little bits of history as well, which is really quite interesting because Iceland is quite a young nation, yeah. so a lot of the stuff happened not too long ago, and they've actually got some interesting stories. For example, I think they had the first female president. Yeah, as well, f- and first female, female elected president. Elected, that's the one. And yeah, it gives you a good background to the to the country you're in. Yeah, and you kind of get a feel for kind of their relationship with Norway and other stuff as well. It, it really is interesting, so I'll go for that. Um, right. And my second tip would be listen to the locals as ever. Mm-hmm. Everywhere that we came across, 
was recommended to us and we haven't been disappointed. Yeah. Anton, your highlights are obviously Northern Lights. Have you got a top tip for Reykjavik? Uh, I'd go to the comedy club. Yes, yes. Because it's not something that you'd think to do. Yeah. But it's just a really nice... And it's and it's cosy, isn't it? You saw you're underground. It's, yeah. They've got a really nice like display of beers that you can try. Yeah, go to the comedy club. Yeah, add. I think um, highlight just the landscape of the country. I think just drive, the different landscapes have been breathtaking everywhere we've been. Top tip: if you come in at this time of the year, wrap up warm. <laughs> yeah, wrap, layers. Layers. That's a layers. Very good tip. Um, so I think I would say my highlight. Um, I'll probably say watching the kind of sunset on the national park that like that was incredible for me I'm mm. not going to keep banging on about it, but like the pinks and the reds were just amazing so you just don't see that anywhere really unless it's starting to sound like that rainbow man yeah it's the a rainbow. rainbow it's a rainbow oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um, if I had to count how many times he said pink mountain oh. <laughs> and my top tip would be <laughs> I've got a good one actually go to Babalu Coffee and go in the toilet. Go check out the toilet. Yeah, we won't say any not, more than that. I'm not going to spoil it. Just go Babalu Coffee and check out the toilet. That's my top tip. Before you finish up, though, how about that ice cream place? Oh, yeah. Oh, mate. I think that deserves a that, little mention. That, that gets a little honourable mention, a very high one. It was called Joy Lato, and it's basically like a Hindu-inspired ice cream place, wasn't it? It was like he had all these really cool like, like um, Ganesh stands around, and he had like all these amazing images. But then on one wall... Everyone who go, or most people who go there, write like a little positive piece of art, like a quote or a picture. So there's all these really amazing positive um, quotes and images up on the wall, which you can just stand there and read while you're eating your ice cream. And we all actually came out of there like, I feel so uplifted. It was like, it's really, that was really cool. Yeah, good shout actually. So that's that's that gets a top tip as well. Um, but on that note, boys, go. we're gonna have to wrap up. <laughs> Do you want to quickly shout out where people can find you online if they can want to see your photos and everything else? You can find me Tamir underscore O. You can find me at Tuesday Night Podcasts on Instagram. I'm Adam McPhoto. And I am I am Alex Manzi. And thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, if you have been to Reykjavik and there's other tips that you want to share, hit us up, let us know, because we'll probably come back, I guess. Um, but yeah, much love. And I will see you for the next episode. This podcast is produced by Unedited.